Yeah, I'm ready. This guy's just talking to me. <laughs> What's up, Cosmonauts? I'm Steven, and he's my good buddy, Clay. How are you doing today, Mr. Cosmo Clay? What's up, everybody? Happy Cinco de Drinko. <laughs> yes, sir. It is Cinco de Mayo. Uh, sure is, buddy. Cervezas, por favor. <laughs> I need one. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, my nose sounds a little stuffy right now. It's because I am. I am a little stuffy. I've been uh, oh, man. battling a cold kind of all week. I don't know, some kind of baby daycare cold. They got the strongest, weirdest sicknesses that just harvest in baby environments so they have the newest strains of everything yeah <laughs> they yeah. fester and uh <laughs> you know multiply and uh you know mutate <laughs> yeah yeah, it's a breeding ground for sure. yeah. today we got a we got a pretty nice show i mean all the shows are nice so we got another doozy for you yeah, um, top-notch golden show for you guys tonight <laughs> this is blue chip right here baby <laughs> not financial advice but no, i'd buy we don't it give out any of that <laughs> yeah but i'd buy it yeah so i'd put in a couple thousand nobody is buying is the market you want to, you want to talk about the market right now yeah the market pretty much got dumped on i mean we saw you know a pretty big retracement and then it was like on the line and today you know right after the fomc meeting um I don't know if it was today or yesterday. I forgot now, but it started pumping a little bit after that because I guess they weren't going to go to like 75 basis points. They went to 50. So it was like, okay, cool. I guess there's a little bit of profit left to made. So uh, everybody started buying and then all the whales just dumped on everybody, took yeah. all the profits out. Basically it was crazy because it was like right on the line, right? They pumped it up. The whales sucked all the money out of the market and then it went right back to where it was. It was just so mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, they don't want to let it ride, obviously. And it's yeah. like we were talking about it yesterday, those lines of resistance. Like Adam, like it it ended up like tapping through 20, but it really didn't want to leave it. And then mm -hmm. Bitcoin, I don't think even past 40, it kept flirting with it. And those are yeah. the resistance lines that you want to see where you're sitting right now. And you want to see them break through it and not necessarily just slide by it you want them to see them smash through it so you think yeah. you know, some steam because yeah. obviously there's a pretty big roadblock and i think that's mainly what the biggest problem was is that there just wasn't enough volume and mm -hmm. uh it just you know stalled out and once you see that stall out that's when your, your indication and you know take that money out usually you could feel it and you kind of like second guess yourself and kind of think well but it's breaking through and it's you know what if what if some whale comes and pumps it up but yeah usually when you have uh you know something like that it's going to go to the downside <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just you know i guess uh it feels like the big money wants it to go down so that they could buy lower that's what i feel like is happening right now like the whales are trying to manipulate the market so that you know retail gets kind of screwed over and um yeah, I, I think I heard some analysis today where it's like most of the people that bought Bitcoin retail wise are just holding it because they know it's going to be a long time. And, uh, you know, they're they're looking at a five year to 10 year hold. So yeah. they don't care about these uh, kind of price swings because they're not going to sell. And that's why I think um, without that retail volume, um, you know, the uh, institutional money is just having its having its fun with the market. You know what I mean? And kind of doing what it wants to do. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why we didn't see like a hundred thousand dollar Bitcoin last year is because um, they were kind of like, 
you know, trying to suppress the price. Like, no, 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 we're not ready. You know, our infrastructure is not ready for that kind of stuff. We want to push the price down. And, uh, you know, they have the money and power to do that kind of thing. So we're just kind of stuck holding the bag as uh, retail investors. Yeah, and it's crazy because we always think of like Bitcoin and and just cryptocurrency in general is like the coin for the people but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still the same fucking rules of life <laughs> well, man the, the I, rich yeah. shit on the floor yeah people say you know they laugh at store value you know because some people bought it you know 50 to 60,000 and and now it's you know down by more than half and they're just like where's my value you know mm-hmm. and you know but I, the way i think about it is okay well if you bought at 50 60,000 that was a that was a pretty decent amount of time ago you know at least six months or so i guess and um you know if like let's say you had ten thousand dollars in that account and you bought bitcoin and now it's half it's five thousand mm-hmm. well you know maybe it's not that extreme but that ten thousand dollars definitely doesn't buy the same amount of stuff that it did a couple of months ago like the all the gas has gone up and all the food has gone up so the buying power of that five thousand versus the um of bitcoin versus the ten thousand of dollars you know it's uh it's uh that's basically what's happening in your bank account so it's like you know wh- which one do you want do you want a long-term store of value or do you want a uh, short-term store of value and you just kind of got to va- evaluate like what your financial needs are. If, if, if Bitcoin going down by half is making you stress out, then you probably have too much money in there. And that's one of the first rules is like, don't invest more than you're willing to lose. So you're already breaking rule number one. So, (laughs) you know, you have to kind of evaluate what you're doing and do this the smart way. You know, I don't plan on using the money I'm using to buy uh, within the next five years. You know what I mean? I just don't need it. Exactly. And you kind of, you touched on a point that a lot of people are beginning to realize, and that's like the, the inflation aspect. It's like the price of co- like the price of goods and services. I mean, they might be going out, but in general, in generalities, like the thing that's happening is the, the dollar, whatever currency doesn't quite buy as much as it used to. So it appears that prices of things are going up, but all in actual in all actuality, the dollar or whatever currency you have just doesn't buy as much as it used to because mm-hmm. the value well, of it is going down. Yeah, and, and we're seeing that with inflation. But if you look at the DXY, which is like the what measures the strength of the dollar, the dollar is actually pumping right now. And people kind of think that that's because and that's why we see stocks and you know, commodities go down is because people are taking their money out and putting it in dollars. And, and, uh, and I think that's also true with other foreign countries where their, their uh, currency is a little bit like, um, you know, being devalued faster than the dollar. So they're trying to escape that devaluation and and go into a safer asset like the dollar. So I think short term, this is causing the dollar to pump. And whenever this um, reverses and we we see the dump, that's when we're going to see Bitcoin, um, you know, shoot up because everybody's going to say, okay, well, now I need to move my money back into the assets and all the money's going to kind of flow. And when you understand like capital flow then you just kind of see it happening and you just kind of say yeah you know that's what they're doing and uh you know if you can get ahead of the capital flow then that's when you make the most money and um you just have to kind of position yourself in each cycle for what you think the next cycle is going to be and if you're uh if you make the right decisions then yeah you can become financially free um it's just knowing how to do that it's it's a lot of knowledge in order to like get to that space but you know 
for me, it's like the first thing you got to do is get debt free, um, get rid of all the high APR debt that you have or high interest debt, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes well, it sense. It bogs you down so much. So just imagine <laughs> if the U.S. dollar wasn't as strong right now, then we'd be in a whole shit storm of problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I think, though, that, you know, we would see Bitcoin go up a little bit more, though, if there was a little bit less confidence in the dollar, because it's kind of like an inverse thing. Whenever the dollar goes down, Bitcoin goes up because it's like money has to flow somewhere. And usually it's going to be stocks and Bitcoin, commodities, oil, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I meant more like in real life, like gas prices and shit like that. Mm. You price of your hot dog wieners. Yeah, that's true too, <laughs> because a lot of um, this is, so first off, we're coming out of a you know two-year pandemic, and so spending habits are just completely different than they were two years ago. So consumer spending habits are definitely um, causing uncertainty in the market as well, like just you know, kind of people, people are kind of like, I think holding back, like, I don't know what I need to buy. So I need to be a little bit smarter about what I spend my money on. You know what I mean? I left you for a week and you turned into an economist or what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we just, there's just so much going on right now with the market. It's crazy. It's uh macroeconomics is, is pretty crazy. And I like to pay attention to all that stuff. And yeah, Maybe I haven't talked about it too much in, in here, but um, I think it's it's just really important because um, yeah. I remember as a kid watching um, my grandpa watch, you know, Jay Powell and all those people talk. And like, I was like, oh, my God, it's so boring. I'm never going to use that. And yeah, it's super important information that um, really you got to know if you really plan to retire one day. You yeah. got to understand like how that all works, <laughs> because if you don't, man, I've talked to so many people that were not prepared and man. They're not happy because then your body isn't, um, you know, strong enough to go out and make the money. So you got to do it while you're young. Oh, pup most just dropped. What happened? No way. We got a live pup most drop. He just tweeted though. He tweeted something and says, Mm. yes, yes. The tokens ended pup here. Hmm. And then he posted like a I can't. That's pretty cool. I can't wait for the for that to come out. I think it's going to be when like I mean, Raw has already come out. So yeah, I don't know because it was like soon after Raw, and it was like okay, well Raw's out, but it's only the fifth. So man, I can't believe it's May already. By the way, dude, time is flying. The way is go. The year is going by so fast, and yeah, yeah, it's just another one. So do we want to do um? stargaze fresh mint fridays or do we want to talk a little bit about um some coin and tokens and oh for for the stargaze one tomorrow um um, star knots is coming out they look actually really sick the colors are amazing and we were talking about this is what should have dropped the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, um, no, this but, is, I mean, it's cool to kind of see, right? it's kind of cool to see the, um, evolution of them. Yeah. These are still like the first iterations. These aren't the, the ones that I've seen teased. The, um, the Osmonauts, you mean? Those are a little bit different. Yeah. Those Osmonauts that I've seen. Yeah, teased those around. are cool. Those are cool. And then they're, these star knots are like, on the same level if not even better like the colors and the backgrounds are just so sick and then the detail on them is is pretty nice you can zoom in and it looks looks sick <laughs> do you know what the resolution so, of those are i don't but um i was thinking about getting one printed out in a high resolution like um poster mm-hmm. um 
because the colors just look so sick. So they do look pretty trippy. About doing that. They look like a black light is popping on them. So I'm guessing you're gonna scoop. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get a couple of those for the um, for the discount and for you know to have them. True, that is collection. a good point. The discount because we're trying to be stars wells stars dolphins <laughs> exactly so yeah you can get a pretty hefty discount if you stake with the part the knots partnered validator i believe on stargaze that's going to be rhino so if you stake with rhino for your stargaze then you're going to get a discount on your commission i already stake with rhino too i bet you like over half of mine are with rhino awesome yeah so you just uh keep on chugging along make sure they're in the same wallet and you're going to get that discount and then you also get that discount if you stake with like the Cosmos Spaces validators on the other chains and you have the corresponding chain for that. What was that? <laughs> I was going to I was going to mute my mic so I could clear my throat and I hit the the bleep button. I was like, "What?" <laughs> That's funny. The sound effects are low right now though. I don't know why. Does this help? <laughs> Is it louder now? There you go. Yeah. Oh shit! You know what we never did? You're now listening to Exploring the Cosmos. <laughs> yeah, we just got into it. I know that's we always forget that. It's funny. <laughs> so or we do it right and then we do it yeah, over and, and then we, we forget. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So I might scoop Star Knot. So this is my dilemma that I'm in. So you know that I have uh, a crush on the. Women for Cosmos NFTs. <clears throat> oh, yeah, for sure. So I've been really hanging out in the Discord and rubbing elbows and, and trying to figure out what my game plan is going to be. They're going to drop their second collection tomorrow. Um, it's not going to be on the, the front page. So right there, that means my odds are better. But she was saying that look for a price similar to what they were going for in auction. Now... An auction, they were going from they were going about ten to twelve thousand stars per. Wow. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> well, how much is that USD value right now? Because they're only seven cents. So yeah, but is still like seven hundred bucks. Yeah, it's like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Pretty good amount. That's a lot for no utility. Well, I know you said that she was like doing something with Paris Hilton. So, I mean, and that's that drove high. a lot of the prices. The one that I feel like she's gauging too with, like she had a couple of them, but the like they were kind of like one offs. You know what I mean? Like they were special. So I'm ah, hoping that yeah. she like maybe knocks it down like 900 or something. I think if we <laughs> crossed our 9,000, because the initial mint was six, 600 stars. And I think stars was like at forty two cents, so that was roughly like three four hundred dollars. Wow! So you go from three to four hundred dollars to a thousand, like that's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just such such high in demand things out there right now. So I'm wondering, do I just be patient and see what the sellers market? market? That's true too, because sometimes these things sell really below mint, but <laughs> you never know. It could be the hottest one. I don't know. It's it's hard to know. It's that one is like she's got a she's really good at hyping her project and um she's such a nice person. So yeah, I mean mm -hmm. um yeah, she's doing it right and uh it could easily be the hottest one on Stargaze easily. Yeah, I I hang around in the Discord because I try to see is anybody going to set this lady off? 
because everybody's asking the same <laughs> same questions all the time. She's and always like, all nice. Yeah, she's like all nice to everybody. Like she won't answer every question. I notice she's very strategic about what she's answering, but also too, she answers the same goddamn questions all day. She's probably just <laughs> scroll up shit. Yeah. But, that's, yeah, that's so frustrating because yeah, I've had to get better at that too. Because I'm I'm one of those people that's just like give me the answer, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, you, you, you make yourself, yeah, you make yourself look so stupid. I'm Cosmo Clay. Give me the goddamn answers. Where's <laughs> my white list? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, if you look, just look. My mom would always give me that uh, hell with that, you know. Like I'm looking in the refrigerator for the yeah. milk, you know what I mean? I'm like, I can't find it, you know what I mean? It's like it's right fucking here. <laughs> yeah, so, so all right. So is the other one even worth mentioning? No, I just can't. It's all fucked up. Ramen heads. <laughs> I haven't even heard of this one. So go. Let me see. Let me look at ramen away. heads. <laughs> ramen heads. It's got 36 followers. What are they doing? I don't know. Some of these are like, mm. what the fuck is this? Like, it's interesting art. I'd be curious to see how much they how much they cost. Like, I mean, that's that one's kind of cute. Like this this would be like a cute. Here, I'll send you a picture of it because I kind of like this one. This one to me, and I, goddamn, I wish we could show video. This to me yeah, would be no. cute, like on a kid's wall. That looks awesome, though. Actually, that looks cool. Yeah, like that. This one is I... the ramen heads. Yeah, this is some of the. Oh, parts. that's cool. I like it. Oh, that one, not so much. Yeah, I know. I sent you the best one. <laughs> yeah, we need to definitely. So we're gonna have the podcast in a video format here soon, where we have like an overlay of a room, and me and Trendy are in that room, and we have a screen that we can bring that shit up, Jamie. And we're going to bring that shit up. We're going to hire a Jamie, which is going to be my left hand. Exactly. <laughs> and we're going to get, we're going to get Jamie up here and we're going to, and I, I, we'll probably get some kind of voice changer to get like some kind of Jamie voice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's just, uh, that's just the, the thing you said, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Clay, I'm going to go ahead and put that up for y'all guys. Okay. Give me a second, uh, hun. That sounds more like a, a Julia. What's up, Julia? Bring that shit up, Julia, instead of Jamie. You know what I mean? Yeah, right up. Coming right up. Thank you, Julia. <laughs> Call her Pamela. Pamela Henderson. Pamela Henderson. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those don't, I mean, they don't look bad. I mean, I need yeah, to learn more right. about the collection. I because I jumped one. to their site. I see that there's... It's, it's just like a random person. It's like they don't even have their own specific, um, like channel for their art. It's like just somebody doing some art. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, they make some pretty cool art. Like this one is kind of cute too. Let me send you this one. Mm. We're really just like the listener is like, what the fuck are they even looking at? Mm. That just looks like some Toy Story weird shit. Yeah. The art is interesting, I will say. You know, I'm not much of an art person. I Well, I mean, like, when I... When, I mean, the kind of art I like is the kind with just vibrant colors. And this one has really good colors. Yeah. But I like a lot of them. And, yeah, you're you know, a psychedelic so, man. Yeah, it's just not, like, 
my my uh cup of tea like you said i would have it in a room like in my house but what room that would be wouldn't be one that i go into a lot like it would be one where <laughs> yeah It'd be in the over my urinal something like that yeah all right so that is um a respectfully scrap no i'm just kidding yeah respectfully decline i'll probably pop up stargaze tomorrow um look at because i'm gonna be watching because she hasn't released the price i guess they had some um as far as the woman for from cosmos they haven't released the price yet she was supposed to release it today um but i guess there were some issues uploading or something like that so um, they're going to do it tomorrow morning, then they'll release the price, a.k.a. they're probably like, God damn, like stars is being very volatile right now. Let's not lock ourselves into like 88 cents and then it plummets to 65 cents. So they're probably I mean, I would do the same thing. Like, let's just wait to the last minute. There's only 40, 42 of them and there's 21 whitelists. So half of them are whitelisted immediately. So what I was personally going to do is I was probably going to create a um, a Kepler account and send enough stars to buy it to that Kepler account and not link it to my ledger. So all I got to do is bam, press mint and it's good. Mm -hmm. I don't got to type in my damn password. That's what I did, yeah. You know, I just put my seed in there instead of ledger and user experience is so much better without oh, a ledger, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. It sucks that it's so less secure, but yeah. I don't know. It's just so much better. Yep. How many transactions I do. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah, that's the plan. Um, I, I will keep my eye on those other little ones. If they're like, I don't know, a couple hundred stars or something like that, that might be worth just like might seeing. Well. I get, well, I mean, I get a couple hundred stars a day. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, <laughs> I think I get yeah. like 30 maybe. I don't even know. I haven't even checked. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. So let's see. Let's make sure we're still recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's funny alright so next we have up on the list is um prop 69 <laughs> oops uh, I mean <laughs> I haven't used these things in like a couple weeks and now I'm all fat fingering <laughs> all over the damn thing everybody knew prop 69 was going to be the most controversial yep. <laughs> but so this is a prop to add cosmosm to the hub which is a smart contract language so kind of bringing smart contracts to cosmos atom which mm -hmm. is you know the, the community is definitely split on uh, you know if that should be a thing and one of the most vocal members is going to be jayquan and he doesn't like it doesn't want uh, smart contracts on the hub uh he created um he helped create adam he was one of the main contributors and uh you know invented tendermint and um you know thinks that the hub should be in more of a minimalistic place where it's mainly used for reliability and security mm -hmm. and that's what i believe and i'm, I'm kind of in in that that uh court too but um you know the way it's all be, all being handled is is uh pretty bad. So then you have Jack and Zacky. They they want this kind of thing, and it seems to be about liquid staking, like bringing that feature to the hub, and then also some other things, uh, improvements like how it makes updating and maintaining the chain easier, um, and a few other things that like you know you can add things to the cart so that it doesn't get you know it gets upgraded without having a chain halt 
pretty pretty impressive stuff hmm. definitely sounds needed uh, so that it makes it easier for developers to come to the atom chain and like develop for it rather than um making it more difficult right hmm. so for me i'm actually for bringing uh smart contracts to the hub in a permissioned way so that you know the things the thing that happened with juno can't happen right but um thing about that is is like there is one thing with the proposal that there's a lot of people it, it puts them off and it says that if you veto, if you vote no with veto on this proposal that means that you're going to exit the chain and there there's no code written into the the proposal saying that if i vote no with veto um i have to leave adam like i have to sell my adam or like i can't validate for adam anymore right so it's it's kind of ridiculous to kind of put that text into the the proposal and then if you go back to proposal six i believe it is that's where um like what no with veto means was kind of agreed to by the proposal so by putting that text in the proposal some people feel like they're going against what was previously agreed to as an atom community so there's a lot of different aspects to this that like um you know kind of mesh together but Mainly, I believe that we should focus on interchain security because that's going to start to bring a lot of, uh, you know, other chains into the ecosystem and they're on their own chain. They don't care if, you know, Adam has smart contracts. Um, so it, I don't know. It, this feels like it's mainly about Lido because Lido is the, the one that wants to bring um, those uh, that smart or um, liquid staking uh, module to the hub. So mm. it kind of feels like, you know, they're kind of like saying, hey, let's let's get it open so that they can bring something to the hub and bring value to them. So, you know, that it just becomes kind of like a money thing. And that's what it feels like. I can't prove that. Um, and I, I can't, you know, I'm not I'm just speaking about what how it feels. I really probably don't know 30 or 60 percent of the story um, of what really is going on behind there. But I'm on the outside looking in. And that's basically what I think. um has brought me to my decision in voting uh, no with veto. Now, the one thing that's bad about that is that with Jaquan, he has said like, hey, if you vote no with veto, I'll give you an airdrop of my token, which is gonna be the not token. And that if you vote yes for this proposal, you're gonna be slashed on his airdrop. So I don't know if that means you're gonna uh, get zero or just less or what seems like you're going to get zero <laughs> so i'm not voting for this uh, because i get a boost in his airdrop really that's irrelevant um because i believe that it should be a more more of a minimalistic hub for security so that you know it attracts um other projects to come to cosmos and convert their proof of work chain into a proof of stake chain and uh, i think that's better for everybody um but that's my opinion and uh, i could be totally wrong because i'm not really a developer and maybe these developers need those tools um but Again, it feels like it's more about the liquid staking thing. And um, we have Quicksilver coming out pretty soon, um, which is going to be their own chain. So they're not enabling liquid staking on the hub like Lido wants to do. They're their own chain. And it seems like they're a little bit further along in development. So I feel like this is also kind of like a rush to um, have the first mover advantage in the liquid staking uh, arena within Cosmos. If any of that makes sense. I know it's a lot of information. So. Yeah. It was a lot. Um, and Jaquan, it is no, right? Yeah, he definitely okay. um, making sure is he, on the uh, no side. A, uh, a no, lot of people no, are like going to vote token. no. 
K-N-O. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, yeah, no. But I think it's going to be called G-Not. G-N-O-T. Okay. That's why you said not. I was trying to clarify, yeah. but now you just you just did the swap card and clarified me. <laughs> yeah, it's a G-Not. So it's not going to be a no. It's going to be a G-Not, I believe. I believe. I, I could be wrong, and maybe that changes even. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. That's what and we got going on. Go no with veto to get yeah. uh, like a bonus on his token. Mm -hmm. And Jack and Zachy want you to vote yes. And they're because saying they believe they vote. believe that the hub is going to be like left behind and that right. this is going to be bring features to it that will make it more agile and like more compatible with all the other chains that it's securing. And I think even Sonny says, hey, if we want interchain security, we need to have Cosmwasm on the chain so they can support that security for the, those chains and like be able to like ad uh, adapt alongside with it rather than like having to always be one uh, because the you know the planned upgrades for the hub is only four times a year once a quarter which is pretty ambitious still for a major security hub but having to rely on those updates for um cosmwasm stuff or like like that i i do see how that can uh severely um delay um you know um innovation on the yeah. chain and that's yeah. not what we want but but I, I kind of disagree with the timing and the wording of the the um, the proposal. And at first I was a no, but now with the way it feels, ah, I really should still stay no. But I did vote no with veto so far. I could still change that. I don't know. I, I initially well, voted no. What I was trying to get out of you was you were saying that somebody actually said you're going to be penalized or forced yes. to leave Adam if you vote no with veto. That's what it says in the proposal. It says if you vote no with veto, that means that you're going to exit the chain. So like people don't agree that that should even be wording within the proposal because it's kind of misleading because you yeah. can't do that. Okay. So they're just trying to like some scare tactics or some shit? Mm, I don't know if it's scare tactics or if it's like because there's a lot of different languages that work on the hub. So I don't know if this was like translated. I, You know what I mean? Like it it could be a variety of things um it, it just doesn't seem like that's um how you should approach like no with vetoes you know what i mean like if we set that precedent then every time somebody votes no with veto it's like well then get the hell out of here you know what yeah. i mean it's like come well, on i don't want to be your friend no more <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean i don't like that that seems more of like cancel culture type stuff yeah well, if we want to escape some, um, some, um, what is it? God damn it. I can't think of the word. I'm like half, I'm like so damn tired. Yeah. What it's is been it? a long week. <sighs> Jesus Christ. And then I'm going to say the word and they're going to be like, really? You're stumbling over that word. <laughs> it's gossip. So if we want to escape some, some gossip and negativity in the, the cosmos, let's head over to Juno. So, so, let me get my voice a little deeper <laughs> what's going on so, how does it feel to be like 40 million dollars <laughs> poor it ain't nothing but a thing <laughs> that's you all you saw all that's all you saw man <laughs> <laughs> i slipped up and i i those were the 50 wallets we knew of it yeah 
That's I, I feel like that's the thing. He had a hundred wallets rather than fifty. A <laughs> hundred in my left pocket, Bubba. <laughs> I gotta go count my money, boys. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> so Juno. Juno Unity happened. Um mm-hmm. so the the proposal passed, which was to um send the funds of the whale to a smart contract. And uh Somebody messed up the address whenever they coded it in the the <laughs> the upgrade. So the coins were sent to some random address. Um, They're gonna, which call is it pretty back. embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty embarrassing because it's like the validators had to agree to that code to like implement it. So nobody read it. You know what I mean? They just said, "Okay, well, let's go with this," and uh, you know, put that into place. And then nobody, you know was paying attention to that and uh that that really sucks but yeah they're i guess they're gonna they have another proposal out to put put them in the right place so um eventually what we wanted to happen will happen but yeah it's it, it was definitely like a egg on the face type of mistake and hopefully juno can recover from that shit if i saw that much Juno in my wallet, I'd fucking cash out, boy. You ain't catching me. <laughs> yeah, I mean anybody would because they know you're, they're gonna take I'm them. Done. But uh, yeah, uh, every, that's what everybody's saying. But man, that would feel so shitty to dump on the community and leave with like millions of dollars. Yeah, Karma would have to kick bit. you in I'd the ass, right? Just a <laughs> Well, maybe Juno can survive with uh, Raw coming out. Like, we have Raw at 135% APR, so that's pretty juicy, pretty juicy. Mm-hmm. I uh, staked probably, uh, I guess, a little bit a little bit less than half of my um, airdrop and then um, getting some good APR on that already. So happy about that. At least we got some positive news in the Juno sphere, right? <laughs> yeah. And I just want to confirm, I just checked all of my accounts and the Juno wasn't mine. So I won't be buying an Anon on everybody's dime. Yeah. All right. Really wanted that Anon. Yeah, Hopefully you'll get like a nice, you know, raw airdrop here and maybe you can purchase an Anon. <laughs> Diversify your portfolio a little bit. Yeah, dude. It's like buying gold. Oh, it's kidding. <laughs> so we talked about raw the the thing that i'm continuously waiting on and honestly like i'm low-key frustrated with with this token because they had the they had to shut it down they had to shut it down halt it they knew what the problems were but the problem still remains like i don't get how you didn't fix that during this whole downtime uh, of, i don't know and what who am i talking about I'm assuming we're talking about Evmos. <laughs> Your assumptions are correct, my friend. I mean, but Evmos, like, they got some fire stuff going on over there already. Like, they have some pretty cool NFT projects. They do. They have some pretty scammy ones, too. Like, they have some, you know, bored apes with pixelated bored apes. Like, they're yeah, basically I a like copy. Those. I didn't like those. Um, I think those are, like, 12 Evmos or something like that. Still overpriced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of them are slow going, but I think that's because the, the floodgates aren't exactly open yet, but um, excited to see where it goes. And um, I kind of just put this behind me. I'm just like thinking, okay, if there was like a major protocol that was like trying to ramp up and there was problems, we wouldn't know about it. Right. Like they would just be like, well, I mean, other than the delays, like if they had promised um, a certain date, 
but normally companies don't do that because they're smarter than that. But, you know, this is run by decentralized teams. And I, I just feel like we see a lot of the human problems that the companies like usually hide. You know what I mean? Like yeah. big, big name Activision or whatever. They don't say, oh, uh, sorry, guys, we uh, we missed we misspelled our name or something. And now we can't release our product. They don't say stuff like that. They say, yeah, we're optimizing the servers in the background. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll make sure it's the pretty stuff prettiest shit that ever comes out of somebody's mouth right and uh you know that's that's how companies are but this is like dealing with directly almost with humans and like their mistakes and kind of seeing those mistakes and i kind of feel like people criticize them more because they're just open for display and uh, i think a lot of the times the teams are really just trying to be honest and say hey man this is tough stuff and we're trying to figure it out you know like and we're over here like give me tokens now and make them work great you know what i mean so um it's just growing pains and uh yeah i kind of agree that maybe they should have like hammered them out in the test net more but i don't know i i honestly don't know what the problem is here like I'm not tech savvy enough to know. And I wish I was because then I could just tell you, yeah, the way they coded their smart contracts, blah, 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 sucks. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Maybe yeah. not. Well, I mean, I think I was a, as of yesterday, I was reading there were like 160, 116, something like that. Big difference. About a, like a week out from it being good um, to mm-hmm. go. So we'll see. Hopefully um, they can pick up the pieces. Yeah, I mean, you're general. you're being very generous, very nice. I've been quoted as being the nicest guy in crypto and I'm a little frustrated by it because that's, that's, it felt like it was like two months you were down. Like you couldn't have had somebody trying to figure that out on the back end. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're stretched really thin because crypto developers are like hard to find. So I don't know. Um, I honestly just don't know. Like, I wish I could tell you more here, but yeah, I mean, um, I'm probably more frustrated with Juno than I am Evmos because like, Juno like has been more established and I feel like everything just runs smoother on there. But think about now, like Juno is its own chain, doesn't have to mix with anybody, but Evmos has to mix with Ethereum. Well, sorta, with the with the Ethereum machine and it's just I don't know, it's a new new thing. So I just I give them the benefit of the doubt and say, Hey, this is hard stuff and hopefully they can figure it out. Yeah. Because I would love to see a, I would love to have our own EVM competitor, like to, to, um, you know, Binance or uh, crypto.com would be awesome. Did you see that Binance was one of the, um, the funders of Elon's Twitter buy? Yeah. I saw that. It's very Mm. cool. So hopefully that means that like, I just heard something really crazy about how like, Elon will be using the data that Twitter can like give to him to like um, do some crazy stuff. Like just, you know, it was all speculation, but it was pretty wild if that's where it's going. Um, But yeah, that would be cool if that means that there's a lot of uh, crypto integrations coming in the future. So when you're saying crazy stuff, you don't have to get into detail, but is it good or bad for humanity? (laughs) Well, I'd say like, like what do you think about automation like whenever you see pictures of the future like or like you know depictions of the future it kind of looks like this jetsons type of thing where people are all kind of organized you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. there's going to be so many more people on the earth so like getting basic services is going to really become like a thing like how do you how like how to wait in line the most effective way like 
you're already seeing that in like China, you know, they develop these like ways to have like cues that are just really effective. Their whole society is really clean and just effective. That's what most people like China, describe it as. Oh, I'm sorry, like center of like Japan. Okay. So like Japan is usually <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I'm just saying like those that that side of the world's culture is usually like airs on the side of efficiency so like that's what i kind of see as the world gets bigger with more humans is that efficiency is going to be more like i guess like prioritized because like you're not going to want to spend your whole life waiting in a car you know what i mean like you're gonna like everything's going to want to be like really really optimized where yeah. like getting to point a to point b is never a big deal like it's just how how are you going to do it you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i just feel like the way because i remember i was like on this trail and this girl was like just using this little like trail like on a i don't know those little like hoverboards and she was just like going from point a to point b and i was like wow that's just like the new world like that's how people are going to get around we're going to have like lines of those you know what i mean because mm -hmm. there's just a certain amount of people that have to take that route like to walk so yeah i don't know it's it's pretty cool it's interesting but uh basically it was like using that data to better like teslas somehow i can't remember exactly how but um or and also speech uh recognition software so just a lot of um things that like could be used within twitter's technology to uh like better other um yeah. technology in other areas so interesting yeah. very interesting stuff um all right, kind of like circling us back. Um, we were talking about <laughs> Evmos. I am excited about Orbital Apes. Um, yeah, Orbital Apes look clean. That's like the yeah. best word to describe those is they're really clean. Like every single one looks like it's like a picture of an actual um, action figure, which was really cool to me. Yeah. Must so have I been made two, in like Unity or something. Something. I got two notes. Evmos Punks, 363 minted out of 10,000 mm -hmm. so far. Well, are they still on the white? I don't even know. Are they still on the white list, or can regular people mint I now? I want to say they opened up public, but if not, if most, I would say most people in the cosmos are Kepler users. Yeah, yeah. So they're not percent. like yeah. So they I would judge their um, mint count like after the um, oh for sure for sure know, after that opens up, but I still don't think it's going to be very you know high. And the the second thing I wanted to say is, did you see? or hoss posting about his frustrations using these eth bridges yeah he he tried to bridge <laughs> over like a couple thousand dollars worth of eth and um yeah, what is yeah this shit? It, it, uh, i think it failed instantly and just lost the fee so yeah fucking he said he like he about paid up 40 bucks or something like that mm -hmm. yeah just I instantly spent, i could have spent 40 bucks on something else when when something fails instantly, that's really frustrating. Like he didn't even try, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like it's like you gave it to your all, buddy. It's like you didn't do shit. Yeah. You took my money and said I'm out. Exactly. So okay. yeah, you paid you paid a kid to go get the newspaper, and he just ran off with it. Yep. He didn't even, <laughs> he didn't even go in the direction he needed to go. So you have lots of transactions as a note. Um, yeah, there's supposed to be like somebody told me there's some kind of bot. Yeah, there's like over a million really fast. So there's it's probably way over that now. But um, 
Somebody said that it had these slow speeds because there's some kind of bot doing like 60% of the traffic on the network. So I just imagine it's somebody that's really like really smart and saw this as a crazy opportunity to test like how much in fees they would really pay on a better network. You know what I mean? So I wonder if that goes well and he tells all his well friends and they all come to, to Evmos. That could be a really good thing. Um, so what I don't know. We'll there, see. There's a bot like inflating the the traffic in the ecosystem like trading is like trading things back and forth like uh, imagine an arbitrage bot that's like you know trading and making like 0.01% on every trade and it does it like millions of times a day so that it like you know tries to make 15% plus a day you know you can do that on a million dollars you can make a pretty good amount of money per day huh. and so you know these people know how to code those bots to do that and uh you know they make arbitrage bots and they just they get arbitrage uh, passive income um that's basically what they do interesting arbitrage it's a it's a huge huge um so by arbitraging those bots are helping discover the price they they actually do have value not they're not just sucking money out of the market they're actually like helping uh those coins discover the the appropriate price for them and uh you know, it's just impossible, I guess, for it always to be a perfect peg for anything. It's always yeah. going to have, you know, a variation to some kind of asset. And uh, that's what those bots take advantage of as the market moves up and down. So I'm going to dice in here really quick while you take a breath. And I'm going to say for our listener out there who may not understand, they're thinking, Mr. Cosmo Clay, what the f- is arbitrage? <laughs> well, that's what that's uh, so like. Um, uh, like you can arbitrage between assets or like arbitrage between exchanges. Um, so arbitraging is basically buying an asset, um, somewhere and then taking it somewhere else and selling it for a profit. So like, uh, between exchanges, it's like one thing you can do is like take Bitcoin from FTX and then sell it on Binance. But what most people do, like, I guess is like they buy Bitcoin in America and then they sell it in Japan. You know what I mean? So like they, they do these arbitrage, uh, trades, um, for like tiny bits of profit. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that adds up when you do it over and over and over and over again, because it's like, it's just making basically helping money move and you're getting paid for that kind of, um, so, and then it's a price discovery mechanism. So it, it basically helps the price, uh, stabilize with any asset. So if you're moving it and you're losing money, is it still considered arbitrage? Yeah, you can definitely lose money on arbitrage. Okay. Um, if you, if you know, your bot's not fast enough or something like that or gets liquidated, I guess. A weak-ass bot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's pretty crazy. I'm sure there's, like, arbitrage bots that, like, fight each other. Yeah. Ones that are better coded than other ones, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So the price action, what was it like bouncing between like three to five dollars? Where is it sitting now? Yeah, which is pretty cool. So if you check your, you know, and that's one thing is I don't understand. I don't know what my airdrop is actually going to be because like you got 25 or 20 percent of your airdrop or something for doing certain actions. And one of the actions was to send an IBC transaction. And I did that and I got way more than it was 20, what 20 percent would be. So um, I still have to clarify like what my airdrop is. But hopefully whenever they fix the ledger issues, like, that's cool. Like, I got a fat airdrop there. So I'm excited to farm it on Diffusion and um, mint some NFTs with it, too. <laughs> yeah, it's at 411 right now on Cinco de Mayo. So not bad. Nice. Not bad. Sitting not right bad in the middle of our range. Yeah. 
And wrapping up our news, we did want to kind of talk a little bit about circling back, I guess you would say, to Stargaze, um, the price, pennies, pennies on the dollar. Yeah, it's all the way down to seven cents I saw earlier today. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I remember buying at 27 thinking, oh, man, this is probably the floor. It's like, no. Dude, <laughs> so, yeah. a dollar when it first came out. Yeah, it went to 79 cents. That's and, yeah, it got nice. just completely destroyed. I can't believe how much it's down. And I guess it's just because the marketplace uh, isn't open. And yeah. they did say the marketplace beta is coming soon, mm-hmm. but it was um, delayed, I believe. So, supposed to be next um, week, I think. Yeah, so I'm a real. I'm really excited because I really think like one of the best things about NFTs is just kind of like being bored and scrolling through them and like looking for deals. You know what I mean? And uh, it's kind of like the yeah, it is. (laughs) It's kind of like the Amazon thing. Like people like to browse Amazon and not buy anything, but these are just you know really cool. Like you're just buying with digital currency. A lot of times, people buying with staking rewards and stuff like that. So. Um, they don't mind to do that, and uh, it creates this um, cool kind of market effect. And I'm really excited to see what kind of volume we get on Stargaze because there's still a lot of hype from a lot of like hardcore NFT people in Cosmos. But I do feel like a, the vast majority of like the regulars kind of left, and so I'm hoping that that hype that the uh, people that stayed have is going to kind of bring those people back in. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you're going to see that last. Um airdrop that they're going to give you're going to see that pump back into the ecosystem they're probably just going to spend it on nfts and then they're also probably going to buy more so we're definitely probably going to see a nice little jump in stars um the day of or the couple days after or before depending on how they they work the communications you'll probably see some stars movement even if it's against the grain of the rest of the um the environment but yeah it'll be definitely interesting to keep our eyes on something like that because that one i feel like passage has a chance to make some waves but man they've been they've been delaying like crazy so i don't know i don't even know what's going on over there oh with the um the neta not or neta yeah. troopers yeah that was yeah. real bad delay i'm like what happened with that um feels so bad for that one because it could have did really well if it came out when it said it was yeah i was gonna say on stargaze i think that people that bought all these nfts are gonna have a really great experience when it comes out because i really just don't see any of these selling for below mint like like the price is so bad like people are going to be selling oh, for, for like sure. you said ten thousand dollars sorry ten thousand stars a piece and that's really not that much so i really feel like the stars value of these nfts is going to skyrocket because mm-hmm. people can afford it you know what i mean and it's going to feel fun because it's like oh i can i bought this thing for ten thousand stars people are going to be like what you know what i mean so that's going to be pretty cool i think damn you got a um, big old pp <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, so I think we could call it a show, man. I think um, we had a good one. Yeah, we had a lot of info on this one. Little 50-minute show. Nice little uh, commute back and forth to, to work episode. So you want to give any shout-outs, Clay? Uh, shout-out to Osmosis Labs, um, you know, for considering uh, funding. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, it was cool to meet, you know, people on the team, Frederico and all that. Um and then, you know, shout out to Cosmos Spaces. Um, uh, you know, we were always doing spaces on Twitter, Friday, um, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and then on, on Wednesday, we have a, a newbie show. Working on some, um, a lot of uh, 
you know, cool things and trying to bring as much value back to the you know, Adam community because Adam has just given so much to me. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, happy to give back and, and, uh, you know, just basically commentary, uh, commentate on the, the ecosystem and say like what I like, what I don't like. And it's fun to interact with people that like the show. I've actually been seeing a few people like shout us out. So that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say, I was definitely going to lean into that as well saying that, um, thank you to our listeners. Um, you definitely, I mean, we, first of all, we enjoy doing this. Um, we have fun. We're, we're good friends. So it's just a chance for us to hang out. Um, but when we see y'all's enjoyment of the show it just really just helps us lean into the excitement of putting these out and it's definitely a a breath of fresh air when we see things like that so to all of our listeners we dearly appreciate you even if it's just a handful of you those who listen to us or are excited to listen to the show it's it's very very uh, appreciated yeah awesome thank you i think um i think if we so i think we talked about it last episode and we talked you hinted at a little bit. We were trying to um, get a partnership with Osmosis Labs, um, and they would um, fund for us to grow our show a little bit. So um, we would start doing some video recordings and and just make this more interactive. So we will we will continue to release a podcast if that's your your favorite way to digest things. But if you wanted to watch us with your your eyeballs instead of listening to us with your ears. <laughs> Um, you're able to do that. And the things that we're viewing, the things that we're um, looking at and talking about will be up on screen so you can kind of enjoy it with us. And um, with that grant, I think uh, I haven't talked about Clay about this, but uh, I think maybe we could start doing some giveaways. Let's just start giving away some Osmo. Oh, yeah. So that'd be cool. Like, especially like towards the end, like if you made it this Secret far, like the tweet, yeah, tweet, <laughs> tweet, uh, tweet desk 22, you know what I mean? Yeah. And hashtag, uh, exploring the cosmos or something like that. And then we just go on Twitter and see if anybody actually does it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe only one or two people do it. And then we just like, you know, give them some Osmo or something. Yeah. We that would be really randomly, cool. randomly in the episodes. So people aren't just scrubbing until the very yeah. end. <laughs> oh yeah. That too. And, yeah. Like, you know, the 3d glasses type of thing. It's like yeah. today's word is, <laughs> yeah. but Ooh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Uh, I'm down for that. And, uh, you know, make it a little bit more interactive and give back to the viewership, make it worth their while. Yeah, I agree. All right, brother, you have a good night, man. We'll chat soon. Oh yeah. Have a good night, everybody. Later.